to Brains and Beans Podcast, where we, Connor and Holly Polly, share our story of when Connor suffered from a stroke at the age of 25. In this podcast, we will discuss our journey of experiencing something so tragic at such a young age as a young married couple. This podcast will include lots of hardships, but also lots of laughs as well. Sit back and enjoy the roller coaster of a journey as we share our story. Welcome, guys, to the Brains and Means podcast. I'm your host, Connor Polly, with co-host Holly Polly. Yeah, I don't know why it, it's it's like it's a game show or something. I'm so awkward. Uh, no, it's fun. It's it's you. It is me. I'm awkward. Yeah. Um, we are on episode three, and today Holly will talk about her time her part of when i before i was airlifted so the events that led up to me being mm-hmm. shipped off to indy shipped off <laughs> yeah you were now i was amazon prime <laughs> to indy yeah it was a quick prime it was it was it was but first let's i just did a you big breath there you, you but, but first, first. <laughs> um by the way uh we have not finished this current season of Big Brother, and yeah. we love Big Brother. We do. Thank you, Jake and Ashley Barbish, for yes. getting Shout us out into to them. Big Brother. Um, so we'll do like a recap, probably, hopefully next week. Yeah, we haven't watched. We like, we're not finished we with the season. More. I think we, we have three more, two episodes. or three more episodes. Yeah. But we'll make sure if any of you watch Big Brother out there, we'll make sure to like say. We're spoiling. I mean, because we don't. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I love surprises. I love to watch something without knowing a whole lot of background about it. So I don't want to spoil that for. Someone. I mean, sure, we'll say no, like spoilers, you know, incoming. But we're recapping the season two weeks after. That's true, it but finished. some people might not have even watched it yet. I don't know. All right. Well, anyways, what is a high and what are you drinking today? Well, I'm going to start off with what I'm drinking today. Um, so today I am drinking a hot pumpkin latte from Coffee Hound, specifically CH3, the best coffee hound shop. I love all the other ones, but CH3 has our heart. Yeah, we're regulars there now. We are regulars. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll have our own coffee hound episode too bad we couldn't do an episode at coffee hound well i mean it's only a third episode when maybe we'll be That's able true. to we can pull some strings <laughs> um so yes it's very yummy uh let's see i can't even remember what this week was see when it's it's hard when you're put on the spot it is and, you said and i had time to think about this because i knew three last week i know and I probably had time to think about this. Um, I had a busy week. I was pretty tired this week. Marathon training is going well. This was the first full week that I didn't. I got to actually do the training I wanted to do each day, which was really nice. Um, yeah, if you didn't listen to that, uh, oh, to, to any episode, of our previous episodes. Yeah, <laughs> Holly is training for a marathon. Um, yes, but she's like, what? Probably your 
or a year and a half yeah, away. I, it's not like I she's going to go do it I'm next not doing week. it tomorrow, no. Um, I got a chance to talk to some people who have experience. And if any of you out there have experience in marathon, running, please feel free to reach out and give me all of your wisdom. Um, I did run cross country in high school. So I have a little bit of experience, but that's really only training for a 5K. And training for a marathon is a lot different. So I would love to hear any advice, feedback, yeah, whatever. Send it my way. Um, But I love to run. I love it a lot. And so I'm really excited to do this. And so, yeah, the training this week went well. Um, my hip is better. My tailbone is better. I think on the last episode I mentioned, it's kind of falling apart. Yeah. Um, it's a lot better, which is great. Um, oh, we are hanging out with our bestie Otis. Yeah. We're dog sitting, we house dog sitting, sitting, uh, for my boss. I guess by the time you listen to this, we'll be done. Yeah. But, Currently um, we're away from Otis right now. We're in our studio, which is just our office yeah. and our apartment, but. We thought about maybe bringing all this stuff over there and having and Otis have an be Otis. our first guest <laughs> him sniff, but sniffle. I don't know if the... anybody would want to hear the sniffles. No. We love Otis so much, though. He's a great doggo. Um, so, yeah, that's that's been my week. Connor, what are you drinking? How's your week been? Yeah, so I'm drinking just a black cold brew from... Coffee on, of course. Uh, it's my favorite drink. I just like black. And I went with cold today. It's kind of warmed up. It's about 60-ish out right yeah. now. It was cold this morning. It was cold this morning, but I'm just trying to hold on to, you know, ice drinks. Because I know it's going to be a long winter. A lot of yeah. hot coffee you know, mornings, afternoon, afternoons. So I'm just holding on to the cold drinks. So I went with I went with a, a cold brew, this black, and it's tasty. I like it a lot. Nice. And my week, wow! I I had so much time to think of this. I even went yeah, second. Yeah, and you even were like saying how I was put on the spot. Yeah, I I don't have anything. Um, my, I guess my therapy was, was tough, but that was a good thing. Like we were doing, uh, you know, I was, I was doing stuff that I haven't done before and. Yeah. Have we mentioned that you're, yeah, I think we've mentioned you're still doing physical therapy. Yeah, I'm therapy. still in physical therapy. Um, I'll be in physical therapy until the end of November. End of October. End of October. For this year. For this year, yes. So I'll take two months off uh, and then I'll most likely like, go back yeah. throughout next year. I don't know yeah. when it will stop. Uh, but I'm just going until they clear me and I'm ready to go. Hmm. But yeah, that was, I guess that was my my go to my high this week what well, was good therapy was good but yeah uh holly nice. do you want to start us off with or not start us off but get into the meat and potatoes yeah of the Ooh, episode? i got a lot to say guys um 
couple things I want to say before I start. Um, so we might have shared this. I'm not sure. Can't remember. Um, I'm going to talk about from the moment Connor started having symptoms all the way up to him being airlifted. So kind of mirroring what uh, he chatted about on the last episode, episode two, the Grim Reaper episode. <laughs> um, yeah, some of the things that I'm going to talk about Connor did not mention and so uh oh I'm gonna give him the space on my episode I'm acting like this is mine and you can't touch it that's that's (laughs) that's not true of you I know um there are a few things that I think I I even want to hear him talk about that I'm gonna bring up so um yeah even though I'll do most of the talking I'll let Connor kind of um butt in and talk about those things so yeah um I remember it was late June of 2021 we had just the previous weekend we were in Chicago went to a Cubs game Cubs got slaughtered it was terrible worst time ever at Wrigley which is so sad for me my life it was it was was so awesome it was so sad I I love Wrigley so much there was a grand slam by the other team. It was yeah, great. Adam Duvall. Yeah, is that who it was? Yeah, yeah. He hit like three home runs that day. No, he only hit two, but, but he had a grand it slam. felt like three. <laughs> um, and then he so, got traded to the. Yeah, this isn't our sport <laughs> segment, but yeah, he won Adam the World Duvall, Series. Adam Duvall and Jorge Soler were on the Marlins when the Marlins played the Cubs, and then they both were traded to and Jock Peterson. Who was on the Cubs? Well, Jock was on the Cubs, but he hit two home runs. Yeah, the so day we, we saw were there. we saw three players uh, that game. Wow, that uh, that won the World Series that year. Got a big ring, and um, none of them played for the Cubs because the Cubs didn't win. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, um, I remember. I think it was a Thursday morning. So the following Thursday morning. I vividly remember Connor waking up. I guess we both woke up and you were just, he was just like, my hand is numb. I must have slept on it wrong. I can't really shake this feeling. It just feels really numb. You were just saying, hopefully as the day goes on and I move it more, um, it'll be better. And so I remember thinking like, oh, that's weird, but didn't really think anything of it. Um, I remember that day, sometime later that morning or in the afternoon, I had texted you just asking for an update about your hand, and it was still numb. Um, And I could tell it was, like, bothering you that day. You were just kind of like, what the heck is going on? I don't know. It wasn't like we weren't, we didn't really think anything of it. And so um, that weekend, going into that weekend, I don't really remember much, but... I remember, um, I know you had kind of chatted with some people at, at your gym about it, and I think at one point over the weekend or the start of that next week, so this is the last week of June of 2021, the week before um, that that weekend was going to be 4th of July weekend, so the Monday before 4th of July weekend of 2021, um, I think... Somebody at your gym, maybe it was Chad, um, was offering up your his spot for you to go to the chiropractor. Maybe it was a nerve thing. 
Yeah, we thought it was a pinch nerve. Pinch nerve. Because... In my neck. Nice little... in my arm or something. Yeah, which you have on that right side, you do have a pretty tight shoulder, correct? Yeah. That muscle is always just really intense for you. Are you talking about like now or just Uh, Just in general, even before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I play baseball all throughout my my you know life and i'm right-handed so i i threw a lot overhead and i have a pretty tight shoulder Hmm. so yeah okay um but i remember you mentioning your foot started to get numb we were just like what and then it was just weird and so you had that appointment for friday so the friday before the fourth of july um and so, yeah, we were just going on about our week. Um, I remember that. So the next day on Tuesday, uh, you were, we both were going to your church softball game. So Connor is a church softball stud. <laughs> stud. Wow. That's high You were price. so good, though. You I'm still are. I'm still I didn't good. mean to make that in past tense. You were so good. <laughs> but now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we can. If- you know, if we want to talk some church softball, I can talk some church softball. Oh, we know. Oh, I mean, some they of don't us, know. Some of the people listening know. Maybe, maybe so. I know. Anyways, um, we you were going to practice, do like a little hitting before the game, and so I went with you just because it made more sense because you're going to go right before the game, and then I was going to go to the game with you. So we were just like, I'll just tag along. And so you were, you were a pitcher, still are a pitcher. I don't mean to talk in past tense about your softball skills. Um, And I remember after the practice, I think you had thrown a couple of pitches, but you also went in the outfield to catch people who were hitting shag balls. There we go. Um, And so afterwards, when we got into the car to head to the game, I remember you saying, man, my vision, my just, I can't get my eyes to focus. Like I just feel out of it. My eyes don't feel like they're focusing well. You just, you said, you're like, I just feel like I'm in a funk today. I don't know. You were just complaining about your vision. That was the first time I remember you complaining about your vision, but I don't think it was double vision yet. No. Um, and so this is a point where if you want to share about that that time your last church softball game before uh-huh. this all went down i was gonna allow you to share oh yeah i'll keep it short because i can talk s- slow pitch softball all day but yeah like holly mentioned i was a pitcher so just like using my right hand to grip the ball and being able to see where to throw it uh, i noticed that it was it was more difficult than usual but I mean, I still went out there and I, I threw a complete gym. Just carved it was, you up. did a great job. I carved up that that team. You know, on slow pitch, it's like, here you go, here's a pitch, and then you hit it, and either it gets caught or more more than likely, like you're scoring, you're scoring like ten plus runs. Um, but not me. Like, I'm just like. Rainy Johnson out there. <laughs> mean mugging the, the opponent. <laughs> you really are. I mean, okay, 
Last church softball thing, then we're going to get back to the story. Then we can talk about church softball another oh, time. Another time, yes. You literally, there's a guy who you play against who literally hates playing against you because he can't hit a home run off of you. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, he's, I just I spit on the ball. It's a spitball. It's but. great. I thought one day you guys were going to get in a fight. Anyways. Um, but yeah, that game, I played the whole game. I did have an at-bat where I like swung and hit it, but I like spun a little too far and crisscrossed my legs. I didn't fall down. Like It wasn't like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with that guy? But it was more like I laughed it off. I was like, I've never done that before. I just spun and mm. kind of crisscrossed my legs and got up and, and went running to, to first base. But yeah, it was wild. Uh, we won that game. No big deal. <laughs> I shuck out someone too. But yeah, we can save the softball talk for another time. I don't <laughs> want to impede on Holly's episode. You're fine. I just knew that. I don't know. That, that's something you'd want to share. And I didn't want that to go overlooked for you. So, um, but yeah, I just remember you saying those things to me, the things that you had just, that you just said. And yeah, it was interesting. Um, I didn't really know what to think. The, all this was so new to us. So we were just like, all right, we'll just see what happens when you have your appointment on that Friday. And so as, so that softball game was Tuesday night, Wednesday and Thursday happen. I think that's when you start to notice that double vision. Um, You go to that appointment. It's with a chiropractor, they mentioned. Probably something with your nerves. Nerves can be weird. They can have weird symptoms. So we're like, okay. Um, He didn't seem too concerned about it. So, sorry. Um, Just moved the table. Um, So, I don't know. We didn't seem too concerned about it, I guess. I remember that day at work. I was at, I was with a client when you were in that appointment. And I remember telling my coworkers about what was going on. And I was, wor- I was really worried. Um, I was really nervous for your appointment. I remember shed a couple tears I was just like oh no what what if it's something serious um and then I remember we met for lunch at Moe's and you shared to me what the welcome to Moe's <laughs> yeah I knew that was coming <laughs> you shared with me what uh the chiropractor had said at your appointment I was like oh okay uh, that makes sense but I just remember having this gut feeling that it wasn't over that this wasn't the answer but I sometimes know that I can think worst case scenario so I I was like well I don't I don't want to think worst case scenario especially if it's not so that was a Friday that Friday you decided to stop driving Chad brought you home um and then yeah the uh the office, the chiropractor office, wasn't that far away from the gym. No. Yeah, so I I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't drive anymore. No. So I stopped driving. Right. Um, and I remember the next morning, 
I drove you to the gym because you work Saturday mornings. Um, and I went over to our friend Brett and Jordan Mueller's house to help them with their new house, clean it up and stuff. And I remember you texted me and you were like, all right, I'm done. You can come pick me up. So I went to pick you up. We went and got Coffee Hound. And as we're leaving Coffee Hound, you mentioned, hey, I think I'm going to go to prompt care. I, I just don't feel good about this and I just want to make sure it's all okay. And so I, this is so bad, but I was kind of annoyed. I was like, what? Like, uh, uh, um, little did she know. Little did I know. I, uh, I, <laughs> ugh, I don't like that. I felt that way, but in the moment I didn't know. So, so I remember driving you to prompt care and I remember that because of COVID, I don't think I could go in. Yes. So I just sat in the car while you went in and you waited in the waiting room area for like an hour because i remember sitting in my car and it was a long time in the car um and then you finally got in and you're probably with the doctor not very long um and you come out and you get in the car and you say i have to go to the er (laughs) And I was like, what? This escalated so quickly. Um, the doctor that day, or the person you saw at prompt care had said that they don't do MRI, CT, brain scans, which makes sense. Can um, I interject real quick? Sure. Sorry. It's fine. I just, now that, so this is like perfect because you're sharing things and bringing things up. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, which is part of this. Yeah. Like, that's okay. That's why I... I want to give you space to bring stuff. So I re- up for yeah, yourself. I remember whoever the doctor was at prompt care like take me through tests and you know everything kind of didn't check out but also did check out like it was it was weird. He was like, "Hey, you need to go to the ER. If I call them and let them know that you're on your way, will you go?" And I was like, oh boy, it's getting real. Hmm. So I said, yeah, I'll go. And so that was it. Yes. So I remember we the prompt care that we went to was a Carl Broman prompt care. So then we went to the Carl Broman ER because he was calling the Carl Broman ER. And so I remember dropping you off. We didn't know what the rules were at all of like if guests could come in or not. I mean, COVID had only happened just a year ago during this time um and so I dropped you off and they got you right in and I think I went home to grab something for you I think your phone was dying and you were like hey can you go get a charger at home and so I said sure because we didn't even know if I could go in and by the time I got back you were like hey you can come back here um did you get a ct scan first and then the mri yes okay so you had gotten your ct scan by the time i got back there um i remember so when i was waiting for you to tell me that i could come back i was sitting outside like outside of the building because i could not go into the er because it felt like already trauma like Mm. i already felt trauma from the whole experience and I've never been in an ER before but I just think the way it's portrayed on television it's portrayed as 
really serious, really scary. Um, I was afraid someone was going to walk in and like their, their like bone was going to be going in a direction it wasn't supposed to. And I was, didn't want to see that. So I just think like there were so many emotions that were happening. So eventually I was able to go in. I walked in. You had your own little room. It wasn't really a room, but just own little spot. And you had just gotten back from your CT scan. And so I was there with you. We chatted a little bit. Then the ER doctor came in and they said, <laughs> uh, we found something on the CT scan. We want to do an MRI. And that's like all they said. And I was like, oh my goodness, what did they find? Is it bad? Oh, it was just like so many emotions came over me. It was, and it was really scary. And like, it was just the two of us in the IDR room. And so it just felt like we didn't, this all was happening so fast. We didn't know what was going on. All we knew was that they found something. They didn't say what that something was. I don't think they really knew at the moment. Um, But they wanted to do an MRI. And so they wheel you back for the MRI. MRIs always take way longer than CT scans. No, I think I walked. Because this is my first visit. Oh. Like I walked to get my CT scan. Because at this point you weren't unbalanced quite yet. No. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, I was walking. Wow. I remember while you were in the MRI, I called my family. I called your family. Uh, I was trying to keep it together as I possibly could because I didn't know anything, the answers, and I didn't want to... It was a weird thing of, of course, I wanted to know the answer, but if it was a bad answer... I didn't want to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, deal, not with you, yeah, but deal yeah. with the emotion that that For brought. Sure. That's, that's probably a better way to say that. Um, it was just like all, it was, it was all happening so fast. And then, so they wheeled you back into the, from, or I guess you walked back from the MRI. And we sat there, waited for a little bit. Then they came in. And I remember they were saying, so this is ER visit number one, by the way. There's three ER visits in this episode. Um, So this is ER visit number one. Um, And the doctor was like, hey, you have these tumors. They they saw Mm. the tumors that you had when you were a kid that you knew about, we knew about, we knew you know more about them than I do. But that wasn't new news to us. Yeah, they're very small tumors. Uh, I think, is it benign is the word? Non-cancerous. Yeah, benign is not cancer. Yeah. 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 So, they're very small, but yeah, they pick up on MRIs. And they were just, I think they let us know because they were worried. Well, they didn't they know found that we... something. Right, yes. right. Yeah. Um, they were going to keep us overnight. Because they thought that this was new to us, because they didn't know. But because it wasn't new to us, we explained to them, no, we knew this. Um, They were like, oh, okay. Well, they recommended us to contact the neurologist or neurosurgeon, Dr. Nardoni, um, and set up an appointment with him. I think they wanted 
old records of this tumor. Um, they wanted to see if it had grown. Maybe this is what's causing all these symptoms. Yada, yada, yada. So we're like, okay, we can do that. But I think when we heard the words, like, we can go, we were just like... <gasps> we're so excited. We, we were like, everything else that they were saying to us, like, didn't even matter. Yeah, no. It was bad, but we just were one-track mind on, oh, we can go. And I remember one of the guys saying of, to you, avoid ibuprofen because we found a small bleed. Yeah. And then he left. And then he left. And I didn't even know how to process that in the moment. I was just like, what do you mean? And it just happened so fast. And we were so traumatized already from being in the ER, thinking something horrible was happening, even though something horrible was happening, but we didn't know yet. Um, being told we could go home. There was just so much going on in our brains that we didn't even have the brain capacity to process at that time. He has a bleed. They, I don't know. They didn't make it seem like the, the main thing, the big deal. So we were like, okay. So we, afterwards, we go to, so this is the Saturday before 4th of July. And we, we celebrated. Yeah, we went to Hy-Vee and bought bread and cheese. Bread and cheese and beer. Beer, I think, yeah. And, and sushi. We were like, I think we got sushi. sushi. We did get sushi. We were like, woohoo, we don't have to stay overnight yeah. in the ER. It was like, so bad. looking back on it, we it, should was have. Like a, it was like the last meal. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so we were really excited about that. So then we, the next day was 4th of July. We kind of laid low. Um, yeah, we just hung out at home. We didn't really do a whole lot. You, your eye was really that vision was really bothering you you actually went and bought an eye patch oh so my Connor gosh. had an eye patch for a while i was pirate connor or pirate polly yeah. <laughs> um i thought that would fix things yes which you said not it, my eye but no my, but you said looks. it yeah yeah i thought it would fix my looks and make oh. me more oh what handsome <laughs> but it didn't no. <laughs> i mean you were handsome with or without have, the eye patch no we threw it away threw it we away. said we're done with you because i should be that for halloween i know this is getting off topic but i should be i should be eye patch well, poly for we can always buy another halloween. One. yeah well um, actually i don't know we'll we'll talk about okay. it we'll talk. anyways um so yeah we had bought an eye patch, I think maybe after the ER or or that Sunday of Fourth uh, of July. And then the only thing I really remember is going. We went over to Ashley and Jake's apartment and hung out with them for a little bit. But you just were like not yourself. That was really the first day where you were just not yourself. And that's really the first day where we sort of kind of noticed you were starting to have a little bit of balance issues, but it was very unnoticeable. But at times you would say like you you felt a little off balance. And so the next day, Monday, we both have off in observance of Fourth of July. We went to the gym. Um like you said in the last episode, that was the last day you really ran. You felt off. Um next day is Tuesday, you went to work. It was really your last coaching your own session at work. Um yeah, I just remember that's when I started to notice a little bit of your in 
imbalance. Um, and that was the day I made an appointment with Nardoni because I had to wait until Tuesday because their office. Um, I remember being on the phone with them and they were they said that the first time they could get you in was like end of July, early August. And I was like, any chance he can get in sooner, kind of explain your situation. And then I think they were like, okay, July 19th, which is really funny because that ended up being your surgery date. Spoiler. <laughs> um, Tuesday also. Sorry, but again. No, you're fine. But that Tuesday, if you listened to the last episode, was when I dropped a med ball on oh, an Oh, gosh. But, yeah. So Sorry, um, whoever that was. I couldn't see you. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... I remember you didn't go to your softball game that night, obviously. Um, Very sad. Yeah. And we, the next day, Wednesday, I could really notice your balance was different. Dropped you off at work because you weren't driving, obviously. And I remember going to my job because we, our jobs were not that far away from each other. And I remember getting a call from Chad in the middle of my session, and he's saying, Connor's on his way to the ER. Um, yeah, he he's not doing good. And so I remember, it was a rainy day. I remember that too, because on the way, uh, on the way there, it was like storming. Yes. And I remember, yes. I remember we drove by your work, and it was like getting ready to downpour. Yep. And I remember telling my supervisor at the time, like, Connor's going to the ER. I think my work knew what was going on. I had told them about that past weekend. And I remember just breaking down and crying. And my supervisor was like, let me take you to the, let me drive your car there. Someone that also worked with us, followed us so that my supervisor could get in their car and they could go off. So it was so kind of her. She drove me, um, dropped me off, parked my car. Um, I went in to where you were. Uh, One of our friends from the gym, Pat, he was in there too. And so I wasn't alone. But someone took you. Who took you? Uh, His name is Rocky. Rocky. Awesome, awesome name. Yeah, it is a really cool name. He was great, and he took you to the ER and stayed with you until I got there. Yes. And then when I got there, he left, and Pat came so that we weren't alone. That's when it really started to get really serious. Um, Someone from the gym actually works with Dr. Nardoni, or at the time was working with... Yeah. Who? Anthony? Oh, Sinfligums, yeah. Yeah. Um... And he was working that day, and Chad was texting him saying, hey, this is happening. Can somebody from your team look at this? And they did another, I think, did they do both a CT scan and MRI at your visit they too? Might have, they might have done just CT or just MRI, one of the two. Okay. Um, and they so they wheeled you back at this point because you just I mean you look like a drunken sailor when you walked it was not good um that's when we found out about the cavernoma 
how your brain, your you had a blood vessels clotted near your brainstem. There's just a lot of somberness in the room. I remember by the looks on their face, by the ER doctor, they were like, "This is not good." It was a different ER doctor, by the way. Different ER doctor. Um, they were like. They kind of helped, and a couple other people helped expedite the appointment with Nardoni. Mm-hmm. So now we were seeing Nardoni that following Monday. Um, yeah, they were pretty much like, surgery is going to be an option. Just a heads up. But you need to talk with Dr. Nardoni to see what your options really are going to be. Um, and so, and then I remember asking... Because they were going to send us home. I guess there was nothing that they could do for us there. I remember asking, so what do, What signs do I need to look for? What do I need to do? To Do I need to bring him back in if I see this or this or this or this? So I was a little bit more prepared this ER visit, but I was still hearing that news of like, you are going to need, that, that what's happening to you is not good. You're going to need surgery, potentially was terrifying and just watching you decline was terrifying and so we went home I remember that Thursday and Friday I took off work and just stayed with you and at this point I was your walker we had a a little routine figured out you would put your hands on my shoulders I would put my hands under your elbows I would walk backwards you would walk forwards and we would walk to the bathroom, to the living room, wherever you needed to go. Um, yeah, I was basically... I was determined to do whatever I needed to do to make sure... Yeah, I was basically like a, a Frankenstein. You were. That you weren't going to fall. A zombie. And the, the crazy thing is that day before, Wednesday, you were able to walk on your own. And the next day you weren't. And we had just been to the ER... And to be honest, guys, this is where I feel a lot of guilt and a lot of shame. I feel like I failed you, Connor. Like, I feel like I should have taken you to the ER that next day. Or just been more serious about it. And I know there's nothing I can do now, but I that just haunts me. And... Yeah, I I don't know if I I want to. I, I I think I just need. I don't know what I need. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to forgive myself. Um, I think you will. And I know that it wasn't my fault that you had a cavernoma in your brain, but I just feel like I didn't do a good job of taking care of you. And I failed you in that. But you did. You took great care of me. I'm glad you think that, but anyways, so Thursday, Friday was just really hard a lot. We were just trying to survive at this point. Um, your family came that weekend. They were really helpful around the house. Um, it also gave me an opportunity to go do some things that I needed to do for us. And I wasn't alone. Um, I didn't sleep most nights before you got airlifted. I was so terrified that I I was laying there 
you obviously were right next to me. I think I woke up every half hour, hour, because I was so afraid that I was going to turn over and you were going to be dead. That's really crazy to say, but I was just constantly tense, constantly like, I need to make sure this man doesn't die. Um, I need to make sure you don't fall. I need to check your breathing. I was checking your breathing literally constantly. Um, so Monday comes around the doctor appointment with, with Nardoni. Um, at this point I'm just, oh, I'm going to go back. Okay. So the Sunday, that was rewind, rewind the Sunday before the doctor appointment, I was teaching Sunday school that Sunday. I love teaching Sunday school. I, I need to get back into it, but, um, I remember I was so fragile, guys. Like, any time anybody would come up to me and say, how are you doing? Somebody who was a safe space for me to be able to just... It was like I was a full bottle of water to the brim. And if you just slightly uh, try to take the cap off, it would just, like, all flow out. That was literally the emotions inside of me. And I remember a good friend of mine... um, came in after and was like, hey, how you doing? It was like she slightly opened that bottle cap and I just, tears everywhere. I was a puddle, um, just kind of explaining to her the situation. And later that afternoon, I went over and hung out with Ashley, or one of my really good friends. And she just uh, created a safe space for me to just sit there and cry because... When I was around Connor during this time, I was solid as a rock. I was like, all right, we're going to get through this. Like, no emotion. Like, I, I mean, I had emotions around you, but it was like, nope, those are not important right now. What is important is getting you to be okay, helping you stay alive, helping you not fall. Like, that was my top priority. But then when I was taken out of that, it was like firework of emotions. Just that's when they came out. And so... That Monday, the next day, um, you had your appointment with Nardoni. Your family was still in town. Um, Only one person can go in the room with you, so your mom went with you. Um, She knew the backstory of the tumors. um, And I was on speakerphone. And that's when it really got serious. That's when we were told, you need to have the surgery or you will potentially die. Pretty much. And it's crazy because my first emotion should have been just complete terror, complete sadness, but I was just happy to hear that there was an option for you. Yeah, what's an offer? No. And I was, that's, I held on to that hope. I was like, okay, surgery. That sounds terrible, but if that's going to get this thing out of you and that's going to help you, that's what I want. Um, and, and obviously it was, I, it, I wanted, to, wanted it to be your decision, but at this point you were like, just get this thing out of me. This is terrible. I'm dying. Um, and I remember Dardoni didn't feel comfortable doing the surgery because of where it was located in your brain, which I a hundred percent respect. He gave us a couple names of some surgeons. One of them was Dr. Cohen in Indianapolis. And so that day, that Monday, I had a couple clients. And so your mom called uh, Dr. Cohen's office and they couldn't get you in for a week and a half. But 
we were on the schedule. And so Monday happens. Our good friends, Nicole and Ken Kohler, come over Monday night, which was really nice. Um, They've been amazing friends to us, huge mentors. They prayed with us. Um, Yeah, it was just really sweet. And then Tuesday happened. Um, I, I did, I never left you alone. So I think I had someone come over and hang out with you, um, for a while. Oh, I just thought of another thing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say all these people that came over since I was just, I just received the word of like surgery or die. I was, I was getting worried that like these were, these were these people's like goodbyes you know to me so i had like a couple friends come over nicole and ken come over stewart came over yeah so i'm just like thinking this is it you know people are saying their goodbyes and Mm. i even like i was you asked them i asked them and i wish i wouldn't have done that because now i realize the weight of like Mm. asking someone that but i i was I was lost. Like, I wasn't all the way there. So I was just asking, oh. you know, if, if this was them saying goodbye. And it was really sad. That's so sad. Yeah. I remember um, that Tuesday night, right before the day you got airlifted. Oh, that's when I really started to notice, like, you couldn't even sit up straight. Sorry. Yeah, I would slouch over. I think if it was Tuesday, if I remember, uh, if I remember right, the MLB also game was that night. Yes, yes. Or Monday or Tuesday, one of the I two don't days. Remember, yeah. But I remember not being able to sit on the couch and watch it. I had to like lay on the floor. Yeah, nothing was comfortable. Like it's crazy now. Now we know this, but like. You, you tech, like your speech was so slurred. That was another thing that was progressively getting worse. You technically shouldn't even been drinking water like you're aspirating. We didn't know that because it was silent. But you just like couldn't really feed yourself. Like it was so bad. Aspirating is, I believe it's when you choke, right? Could be wrong. Um... It just, it just wasn't going down the right way. Yeah, it was going down to your airway instead oh, of to yes, your stomach. Yes. Um, I just, yeah. I just feel like I should have known then. I should have taken you back to the ER then. It's really hard for me to share this because I just feel like I look like I didn't care for you while I look like a terrible wife. Um, yeah, I'm really thankful for the people who have, who were, saw it as an outsider and did stand up and say, and encourage me, or did stand up and say, hey, let's take him back to the ER. So that night, I remember Chad and Christina called me that Tuesday night and they said, you had talked to Chad that day on FaceTime and Chad was like, Holly Connor is bad. He's like, I know it's hard for you to see and I know you're living in it and that's really hard. 
he's bad. He needs to go back to the hospital. And so that next day, I think we had, I think I might have mentioned that conversation to your mom. So she called Dr. Nardoni's office and they encouraged us to go back to the ER for you to get another scan just to see if anything had progressed. Because if it did progress, there's a good chance they could literally get you flown out. Well, yeah, she, I think you said Nardoni, but she called, she may have called Oh, Nardoni. did I say Nardoni? Yeah, I meant Cohen. to say Cohen. Cohen. I meant to say Cohen. No, you're good. Um, Dr. Cohen in Indianapolis. In Indy, yep. And so this is all happening as I'm literally out the door because I have to go this see my client. Wednesday morning? Wednesday afternoon. Oh, yes. Wednesday, like, at noon. And so I'm like, crap, what do I do? Oh, um, before this, I think I fell out of the bed. Like, oh my gosh, you fell out of the bed that morning, and I literally was freaking out. Oh, that was bad. Uh, anyways, um, so Chad was on his way to hang out with you, and he said he told me, let me take him to the ER. Christina's going to meet me there. Um, Christina works um, at, well, she works at OSF, but she just knows a lot about this stuff. Um, medical. Medical stuff. stuff. So they were going to just be there with me. And so he's like, if something serious happens, I will call you. But it's it's all right. We'll take them. It's going to be okay. That was so gracious and kind of them. So I get to work, which I should have just not gone to work. That's another thing I feel terribly guilty about. But I get to work and 30 minutes into my session, Chad calls me and is like, they're airlifting him to Indy. Like, you should come. And so I leave. I go to the ER. You're in there. You're laying in there. Chad's in there. Christina's in there. Aaron's in there. And it just was like, whoa, this is happening. Um, this was probably the point where I was like, it's crazy because you think, oh my gosh, he's being airlifted. That's really serious, which I already knew it was really serious at this point. But that was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders because something was going to be done. Whether you were getting surgery that night or not, you were going where you needed to go. And that's what needed to happen. And that was just a huge relief for me because that's where I know you needed to be. And so it was it. It was a weird feeling of I'm sad, but I'm also really glad because clearly this is where you need to be. Um, and so, yeah, I just remember being in there with you and it was just so sad to see you the way that you were. My heart just broke for you. Yeah. It just... I hated that you went through what you went through. I hated watching you decline and there's nothing that you could do about it. Um, I could tell the terror in your eyes. I could really see it like you notice that like you thought you were going to die. And it was really sad. And so I'm glad that we got that moment together to just be there with each other. And 
Yeah, it was just hard too because I had been with you like 24-7 leading up to this and then I was going to be apart from you and I didn't know when you were going to get there. Thankfully, they did call me, which was so nice of them, but it was just like, as I'm, yeah, as it's all happening, it was just scary. And so I have to stop there because that's where you stopped. <laughs> that's where the for come in and... And dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, um, dun. But yeah, it was quite the, quite the week and a half. It it was a lot that went on that that time. And the crazy thing was that Wednesday that you were got airlifted, my mom was coming up to stay with us for a few days. So, um, I was kind of just holding out until someone else was gonna come help. <laughs> I should have asked for more help, but I'm bad at that. Holly, thanks for sharing. It's a joy to. Just hear your hear your voice, but hmm. to to see your emotions. I mean, you're you're being real, and mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of guilt, and I don't think that it'll just poof and go away. But I hope you know the way that people receive this message, the way I respond to my recovery and all that i hope that your guilt dies down goes away thank you 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 and you never made me feel guilty like that never came from you um and so yeah you've been amazing in that and have cared for me really well no one no one has made me feel guilty this is just something that i've put on myself um Yeah, it's so different living in it. And I need to remember this, living in it rather than living outside of it. As an insider, there's so much packed in it. It's so hard to see it on the outside and to see what's really happening right in front of our face. So I'm trying to give myself grace, but it's just really hard. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening to that. Thanks for sharing, Holly. Thanks for being open and vulnerable and yeah sorry that's a a lot that's a lot Ooh, and that's just getting started guys whoa yeah we're just getting started sorry Um, this episode is gonna be like an hour long that's all right i mean the real ones will listen the real ones or put it put it on like (laughs) 1.5 speed or whatever yeah i talk slow doing some of it but that was really the first time i've really talked about it in sit down and talked about it so yeah let's finish with some some lighter news and we like sports and we don't care who knows well i don't want to get copyrighted but oh well i didn't play the song the lonely island yeah i know uh do you have anything i think i let off or i talked about sports Um, last week do you have anything yeah i have a well, the Cubs are almost done with their season, which is kind of sad. They were guys. done with their season when it started. <sighs> That's so rude. <laughs> um, and they always like finish strong, and it's annoying because it's like they have nothing to play. Well, they they're not gonna make it to the playoffs. Clearly, they've been out of the playoffs for a long time. But when the season sad. started, I know. Um, but that's sad. The Cardinals uh, clinched the division. So they'll be in the playoffs. 
Which is fun for Albert and Yachty. And is this Wainwright's last year? He hasn't said. He hasn't said. But most more than likely, yeah. Okay. Um, that's all I got in the sports world. Yeah, I don't really have much. I I follow a lot of the Illinois football team, and they're currently playing Wisconsin. Uh, they were down three the last time I checked, so hopefully uh, they beat Wisconsin. But basketball for college starts next month. I don't know. Soon. Soon, yeah. Uh, but I'm excited to, to see the Illini play. We still need to talk about your fandom, how you grew up a Illini fan, and then switch to the okay, Tar next- <coughs> Sorry. And next then back episode. to Illini. It's like, pick a team. Next episode, we'll talk about that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Other than that, I think... You know, we might have more next week because MLB playoffs will start next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chiefs will we'll, have played. Yeah, we'll recap the Sunday. They play Sunday night. Yeah, against so we're the Bucks. recording this on a Saturday. They play Sunday night against the Bucks. So no, it's we bu- have it was supposed to be in Tampa. Outcome. I'm not sure if it's been moved, but if it is yeah, moved, also- it's in. Uh, Minnesota. Prayers for all those affected by the hurricane in Florida. That's a bad ordeal. Yeah, Ian's a jerk. <laughs> Ian's <laughs> a jerk. <laughs> but that's really sad. And I know that the hurricane is traveling up and um, to the Carolinas, and so. Yeah, it's yeah. probably a tropical storm now. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's still not good. Tampa so, was hit pretty hard. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks again for listening. Thanks again for allowing us to share our story and creating a safe space for us to share our story. Um, Yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are Brains in Beans Pod. Um, If you want to follow, I think when this gets released on wednesday yeah so we're releasing we'll be releasing podcasts on wednesdays wednesday mornings so this this upcoming wednesday i'm releasing on my personal page on instagram uh the first part of the documentary that uh, my friend and co-worker donovan's been filming and producing editing all that Uh, i'm releasing that wednesday october 5th so you can follow me at Connor Polly. I don't know why I said it like that, but at Connor Polly, and uh, you can follow me or not follow me. I don't care. I I do care a little bit. Yeah. You should follow me. I'm pretty <laughs> pretty cool. I at least I think. But you are very cool. I don't know how many por- parts uh, the docu- documentary will be. But, but you'll get to one, see. Yeah, you'll see the progression. I, yeah. I know this little teaser. This, it will be a teaser because we haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah, but. a teaser. Uh, the first one will be this past May and just a day of training. So basically, Donovan's been shooting my workouts or filming some of my workouts. And you'll see the start of you know progressing from... Not bodyweight squats, but a workout, and then it'll get harder and harder as this summer went on. So, yeah, follow me at Connor Polly.
Thank you guys. And if you are still listening, you rock. I know this was a longer podcast, but we appreciate you listening to the whole thing. So yeah, we hope you guys have a great day. And next time Connor is going to share right before, after from getting airlifted all the way until sur- right after surgery. I don't Kind of just share how, how much goes. you want and yeah. we'll go from there. Um, thanks again, guys. Have an awesome day.